1: We're gonna get into a little Draymond Green tonight. He's never gonna change, that guy. Of course, he's not. Be a part of Amberinian Nation on the Dr Pepper call-in line. Call us, Triple say ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nations presented by Dr. Pepper and in college football season without the delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. Amber Wilson, Ian Fitzsimmons hanging out with you at Ian Fitz ESPN. That's how you find him at Amber W Sports. That is how you find me. So we will get into Draymond. We will get into all sorts of NFL, college Bobby Petrino, I know Ian's going to get incensed (laughs) later in the show about that. We will get you prepared for Thursday Night Football tomorrow night. We've got a lot to cover on tonight's show, but of course, Aaron Rodgers is where we have to start because Aaron Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, and he was asked what's going to determine when he comes back. Let's take a listen to this first.
2: It's always been first, am I healthy? And then, are we alive? Are we in it? Are we playing good enough to make a run? Can I step in and protect myself and play at the level of, that I feel like I'm capable of playing? But the first part is, is to help. So can I protect myself? Can I move around the way I want to move around? We're not where I can make a decision on playing because I'm just, uh, health-wise, I'm, I'm improving steadily, but I'm not at the ability to play at this point.
1: So that was yesterday. Then today, the New York Jets announced that they have opened a 21-day window for Aaron Rodgers to return to practice. Of course, Rodgers tore his Achilles on the first drive of the regular season opener on the Jets' fourth offensive play. It has been three months essentially right and since he had 11 weeks that Achilles repair surgery so 11 weeks is where we're at right now he has returned to practice Robert Sala he is the head coach of the New York Jets he was asked why they are opening up this 21 day practice window
3: Why now is there
4: a specific reason why today opening the window or
3: he was cleared so he was cleared for, like I said, when, once the doctors cleared him for the next step in his rehab. And look, we're, we're, in, a, we're in a position, uh, not to get too technical for everyone, but you're allowed a certain amount of IR designation to returns every year. And we're in a position where we've got a few extras, a few that we won't use at all. So it doesn't do anything to us roster-wise. We don't have to cut anyone. We don't have to move anyone to the side. The technicality is he's either doing everything he's cleared for off to the side, as you guys know it, on field three, or he's doing everything that he's cleared for with his teammates. So instead of throwing to a strength and conditioning coach, he can throw to his teammates.
1: The end of the 21-day window is before the Jets' week 16 game, Ian.
2: Are they going to be alive for the playoffs? Right now, the Bills are not alive for the playoffs.
1: The Jets have a 04, 0. 4 0. .4% yeah. chance, I believe I saw earlier, of making the postseason, Point four percent
2: he told McAfee last week that he's the not going to come back, and I'm paraphrasing, You know, unless the Jets are in the hunt, right? So the Jets would still have to be in the hunt for him to come back. This is Aaron Rodgers wanting us all to talk about Aaron Rodgers, being out there in a Jets uni in a helmet doing light throwing. And I, I talked to – uh, Jason Carmen, who's an outstanding physical therapist, uh, he, he got me back, saved my foot he from 16 surgeries from being amputated. I mean, the man is one of the best physical therapists in America. He's based in Dallas, Texas at Corpus One, and he trains so many professional athletes. And then my sorry fat butt. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I was grandfathered him before he became big time. Right, <laughs> With, uh, Going back to surgeries I had 10 years ago. But I asked him is how normal is this to be doing what Aaron Rodgers is doing 11 weeks after an Achilles surgery? He said, typically, and I quote, they are doing high-level strengthening and maybe some light jogging depending on procedure type and how their swelling pain mobility is. It's definitely not normal at 11 weeks to be on a practice field throwing, et cetera. Normally still in your training room at this point, it is a bit crazy to see that he's actually out there throwing. But also... He said it has to be agreed upon by the doctor. And the doc here is Neil L. Atrash. And I probably butchered his last name. Atrash, Atrash, whatever it is. He said, quote, he has to be unbelievably confident in his procedures and probably more aggressive from a rehab standpoint than most. But that's why he gets the big name athletes. And that's why they go to him. So bottom line is, can you be throwing out there and and light jogging? Yeah, on a football field. He said probably not. But then I asked him, "Would you advise him to go and play?" And he goes, "Dude, that's not my call." But I'm telling you right now, there is zero doubt in my mind. The day after he went on McAfee to be out there in a uni and a helmet, kind of kind of dropping back and throwing passes. This is Aaron Rodgers wanting everybody to be talking about Aaron Rodgers. That is by far, bar none, end of conversation, the biggest part of this. He is a narcissist. He wants everyone talking about him, even if his team is out of a playoff hunt. And he has said that the only way he's coming back is if they are in the hunt. Well, Amber, they're not going to be in the hunt. This is all for show This is a dog and pony show, and you know what nauseates the the, is the most nauseating part of this? Is that Robert Sala and the Jets are having to now do what the Green Bay Packers did with Aaron Rodgers, and that is turn the entire organization over to him and give him whatever he wants.
1: That's all it is. And it it feels like like you said this isn't about the jets it's not about helping the jets it's all about showboating and what he's showboating is that he's some sort of medical miracle it has become it feels like it's become a mission for Aaron Rodgers to try to somehow prove this thing wrong with the Achilles which I don't really understand what we're trying to prove wrong because like some people say he's trying to disprove science but while also utilizing science in order to get back quicker so I don't really understand that component of it you go to the best surgeon in the world you have the surgery it's all western medicine I don't get it but there's something that he's trying to accomplish there's something that he feels like that he gets to be special for if he comes back at 39 years old faster than most people come back here's why I will call it into question though and I feel like it is just showboating the Jets are not going to make the postseason it would be moronic for him to go out and risk his hall of fame career by getting hurt again. Like it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense from the Jets perspective. The only reason you're doing it is because you think you it's some sort of ego stroke. It feels like for Aaron Rodgers some sort of accomplishment He's that a makes narcissist. him feel good. I, well, and I don't know that I will say narcissist is like the trendiest term in the world. And whenever I read what a narcissist, it's all over like my TikTok and Instagram and narcissist pretty, that description of narcissism. Like I feel like it applies to everything. Nevertheless, I digress. Here's the thing. Let
2: me, let me be more clear. He does not like anybody not talking about him. He wants to be the focal point of the conversation when he's not, then he has to try and make news. That is what the degree of narcissism that I'm talking about. The dude has to be in the news. And when he's not, he, he doesn't like it. So what does he do? Creates news. And right. And he's, do I and think that, he's and play? Not here. What I, just, that, that, what I just read you from one of the best physical therapists in America is basically saying he ain't, he ain't playing. He's not going to be able to go out there in a month in the next month, and play for the New York Jets. He's out there in a uni and a helmet, basically doing walkthroughs, and that is not totally uncommon for three months into Achilles surgery, but he would not recommend, unless he got cleared by a doctor, to be out on a football field. But this dude won't be... He won't have a player breathe on him, much less hit him, so... This is about being in the news, and that's it. That's my point about the narcissistic aspect of this.
1: How common is, is what I wanted to hit on, though, because everyone's giving him the attention for this which is frankly why he's doing this like you said but also everyone's acting like this is so earth-shattering and groundbreaking that it is something that nobody has ever done in the history of the world so I thought is it really like that insane like I don't know I've never ruptured my Achilles so I have no vantage point on this but is it that typically you rupture your Achilles, you go to the best surgeon in the entire country, and you're not walking three months later. Or you can't take three steps back and throw a pass three months later. I don't know. And so then I started to do some research because I was thinking, you know, Cam Akers came back in five months, right? He came back on a football field in that game. As a running caught back. passes, ran the ball. Yes, it wasn't peak Cam Akers, but he did all of that in that game five and a half months after surgery. So was Cam Akers... Walking three steps back, could he have practiced in with just, you know, a helmet on, but not no contact, zero contact, walking around doing a little light jog, a little bounce. Could he have done that three months out if he was actually playing football five months out? I'm guessing the answer to that is yes, but we didn't see it. Because Cam Akers wasn't parading around in front of us. And that's what this feels like. It feels like a parade. And then I did some research on this. And I found some of the people, some of the athletes who have come back from this thing in recent time. Now, these surgeries have changed dramatically. The technology of these surgeries over the last 20 years. Even over the last decade, right? Where this thing used to be like an 8-inch long incision. And it was a whole thing years ago. It's a very different surgery today. Still very difficult to come back from. But... Russian gymnasts apparently summon the strength to compete in the Tokyo Olympics, three months removed from undergoing Achilles oh, surgery.
2: Russian steroids. Next.
1: Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I don't know what that dude's doing. Come on, coming up next. We are taking your phone calls. Triple H to ESPN. How do you feel about Aaron Rodgers coming back? Is he actually going to play this season? What is this all for? Why are we spending so much time on New York Jets when they have basically no hope of making the postseason 8 8? 729-3776. We'll take your phone calls next.
4: Robert Half research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half.
3: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: Into your phone calls here on Amber and Ian. Amber and Ian is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Triple say ESPN. That is the phone number. That is how you chime into the conversation about Aaron Rodgers. The New York Jets have opened but- up a 21-day practice window for Mr. Rodgers. And that puts him capable, technically, of returning before their week 18th game. So 888, say ESPN, let's hop to it. AJ is calling us from South Dakota on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Hey, AJ, thanks for the call. Go ahead.
5: Hey, guys. Um, I do have to admit, I am a Green Bay Packers fan, so I, I am disgruntled, but he's playing directly into what uh, what he wants to happen. I mean, you guys are literally talking about it right now. So, not to say that that we're feeding the problem having this, this dialogue. Uh, but just the more attention we give him, the more he wants. He didn't get it enough in Green Bay, so that's why he went to the big city media in New York. And he's just gobbling it up right now. Just like you said, he loves to be the center of attention. Uh, do I think he's going to play? No. This is pretty standard for an Achilles uh, injury. You know, I played a little bit of uh, college basketball at the D3 level
3: back in the day. Um, this is a pretty standard timeline. So it's nothing crazy. It's nothing brand new. And I think he's just loving every minute of attention he can get.
1: Yeah, he, he does seem to revel in the attention. I would imagine it's one See? of the reasons that he wanted to go to the number one market in the country. And there's nothing wrong with that component of it. What? I find interesting about Aaron Rodgers though, Ian is sometimes he presents himself like somebody who's not into all of that, right? Like he's, he's, he lives under this guise of like, no, I want to, I just want to be in a dark cave by myself and explore the depths of my soul. And then yet, really, really, you just want to be IG famous like everybody else. (laughs)
2: Look, I I, I love McAfee and, and I covered AJ Hawk in, in Columbus, you know, for the Ohio state Buckeyes. I consider AJ a great friend and it was a brilliant business move to have Aaron Rodgers be on that show every Tuesday. I mean, brilliant. And that, that show is brilliant. I love every aspect of the Pat McAfee show. Aaron Rodgers, though, it, when it comes to the message that he is able to get out, one, when you have that massive of a platform, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm doing the same thing. I'm, I'm putting any message I want out there about me through them. I mean, it's, it's it's genius on both sides. But, I, I mean, again, I go back to one of the best physical therapists in America telling me, quote, typically with, a, with an Achilles 11 weeks in, they are doing high-level strengthening and maybe some light jogging depending on procedure type and how their swelling pain mobility is. Normally, you're still actually hitting the training room so, where Aaron is and the video I saw, is that a bit crazy? Yeah. But he also mentioned the doc has to okay everything. But, bottom line is the tone I got from Carmen is look, this is to be out there and be able to backpedal and not do a ton because he's not doing a lot. He's, he's out there in a much. jersey a and areas. a helmet. He ain't doing a ton, and in in his words last week on the McAfee show, if the Jets are not in contention, he's not coming back this year. There's no reason for him to. This is all a dog and pony show, in my opinion.
1: He is throwing on a side field with staffers and with players. Like Peyton Manning in Denver.
2: Remember that? Like Peyton Manning in Denver.
1: Yeah, coming back from the neck surgery in Germany. That's essentially what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Three months removed from an Achilles injury. Meanwhile, Arthur (laughs) Dallaloyan, three months after coming back from an Achilles surgery, won a gold medal (laughs) in the gymnastics Olympics.
2: That would be the I juice. Know. He was a Russian. Uh, so Ian, Russian. Ian's
1: implying all sorts of stuff that there that there might have been a little extra. I'm making help. a syringe
2: emotion uh, right here. Like that may have been the juice right maybe there. Maybe
1: it's just drinking maybe the juice was the same mushroom juice that Aaron Rodgers is drinking. Triple eight Say E S P N Bo is calling us Easter from block? the Atlanta no. area. Bo, thanks for calling us on the Doctor Pepper Cohen call in line. What do you have for us on Rogers? <laughs>
0: Well, thank you, Amber. I really appreciate you guys having me on the show. And by the way, I love the show to death. Well,
1: um, thank you,
0: Rogers. Uh, it's just uh, to me, it's just another one of the, his antics that he perpetrated when he was at Green Bay. Uh, he's a diva, and he loves uh, attention. So this is just one of his uh, attention-getting schemes. He knows good and doggone well that he's not coming back. Uh, he knows they're not in playoff contention. So it's just him just wanting to be heard. And I'll uh, I'll hang up and let you guys respond. Thank you, Bo.
1: It seems like there's a consensus so far. I don't know if anybody's willing to go out on a limb here and and really defend Aaron Rodgers in this scenario. I think we all realize that this feels like a player who, yeah, maybe he's, like, it's cool he's back, I guess, you know, with what he's doing. But also it feels like he's doing it for attention, not really because he thinks he's going to go win real Games and you know end up in a postseason with the Jets.
2: Uh, I'll defend this aspect of it. It's brilliant marketing for his brand and everything else. I mean, I, I, I'm not. i not going to knock that aspect of it. But when it comes to coming back and actually playing in an NFL game, that this is this is a show. That's it. You know, and it, is, is it good for him to get, be out there again with his 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 boys and? Being in the locker room and working up a bit of a sweat as much as you can, and, and light jogging, which is common to a, you know for an athlete at his level. Again, that's one of, from a, from one of the best physical therapists in America. Yeah, it is. But is he going to play? No, he isn't. So from that aspect, it's a show. But do I understand that just getting back out there as a pro athlete and to be around your teammates and work up a bit of a sweat? right and be in the room that is awesome i respect the heck out of that aspect with aaron rogers but to give any, is, it, get any any false hope that he's going to come back ain't happening
1: there's just no point in it because again i believe the jets have a 0.4 percent chance of making the postseason matt is calling us from michigan on the dr pepper call line triple eight say espn hey matt go ahead
0: Hey, appreciate the shout out to the Buckeyes there. It's been a bad week for us, so I do appreciate <laughs> that. Um, yeah, listen, um, you know, I mean your your first two callers there hit on it, right? He he wants the attention. However, I, I would add on to that, he's he potentially damaged his his legacy even further here. So, you know, maybe he does play and he has that carry-scarred kind of moment where he lands on one leg and wins the gold medal, but the probability of that is almost zero. And from the Jets' standpoint, i got to believe that if if they do put him on the field, he could potentially hurt next year. And the Jets are paying him a lot of money for two years, right? So why would they do that? I mean, I, I just... He, he's going to damage his legacy even further, potentially.
1: Thanks for the call. We're up against it, but I... You know, listen, with Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if there's a ton he can do at this point, Ian, to damage his legacy. You know, we can all kind of make fun of this and laugh at this at the end of the day. In fairness to him, we're all going to think he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of his generation. He's going to go to the Hall. And that's all before we even really see him do anything, if he ever does anything, in terms of winning with the New York Jets. So... We will see. It's going to get a lot of attention, no matter what he does from here on out. Coming up next, you guessed it, more Aaron Rodgers and New York Jets talk.
3: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE.
1: Along here on Amber and Ian, lots of Aaron Rodgers talk so far, and we're probably not done with it yet. Amber and Ian is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Just what Mister Rogers wants, right? At Ian Fitz, ESPN. That's how you find him. At Amber W Sports. That is how you find me as well. So we have spent a lot of time talking about the New York Jets. Let's bring in somebody who used to play for the New York Jets. Do some more talking about the New York Jets. Anthony Beck, former Jets tight end, XFL St. Louis Battlehawks head coach and general manager, and most importantly, I would imagine Anthony, proud dad to the freshman of the year in the Big Twelve. Your son is a quarterback at Iowa State.
5: Amber, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, it's been an incredible year, really, uh, just all around. You know, obviously. Uh, with the XFL season last year, and, and then just kind of being able to watch my son grow, uh, become a starter as a redshirt freshman, and just see his development over the season. Just couldn't be more proud. And, you know, it's uh, it's a lot of hard work that goes into it. You know, I've been in his shoes, but he's, he's much for, more farther than I was uh, in my uh, college career. So really proud of him. Thank you.
2: Man, getting thrown into that, A.B., and we greatly appreciate your time. To, to, what what's harder being a, a head coach playing or what and I know the answer being a proud dad of, of, of two that are athletes, but watching your son Rocco go out there and perform at a remarkably high level, what was that like, and what's harder as as a player, coach or a dad?
5: Man, it's not even close. I mean, to sit in the stands and, and and watch and watch your son. I mean, if he played like tackle, it's not a big deal. You know, every snap. You know, he's gonna. But when you're the quarterback, I mean, it's you know every throw. You want him to complete everything. You want him to not make a mistake. You know, you want him to go out there and, and do well and 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 see that you know see that kind of come through every single plays out there. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to. Play quarterback at any level, let alone you know power five football. So uh yeah, I, I don't get nervous when I played. I never got nervous as a coach this year. I just I saw uh, that. when you're watching your son. <laughs> I said another thing too is we're all me and my wife are always bouncing around. We learned early the first couple of games they kind of found us uh you know on TV and they're in our locations and we said you know we got to start like moving around a little bit, trying to, trying to get out of the camera's eye during the game. But uh, it's been great, man. Honestly, I, as the season's going on, actually, I, I've gotten better because you know, he's, you could, he puts in that work. You see how he's improving. He, you know, he's prepared. He gets it. They've done a great job with him. He's got great teammates and uh, just happy for him.
2: All right, we'll get to Rodgers in a second and your thoughts on him possibly coming back. But I need to know, we need to know, are you wearing headphones to drown out the noise whenever he, if he throws a pick or has an incompletion or how'd you miss that guy Beck? I mean, are you wearing headphones? Or are you listening to the fans?
5: You know, you know, it's kind of cool. You know, being I'm like usually the biggest guy around the area. You no, know, everybody tempers a little bit. Or if they, you know, there's been times I've heard some things and I can hear people like that's his dad right there, and they're like, oh, they, <laughs> they kind of like tap you on the shoulder, like, oh, my bad, I didn't mean that, you know. I, so, uh, you know, listen, I mean, it, it, it is what it is, man. Listen, I, I've heard a lot of booze in my career. I get it. You know, people, people come to, they want a positive, they want a performance that's you know, helps their team win, and and I understand. But, you know, I definitely I try to tune it out, but, man, you do hear those voices a little clearer when you're sitting in the stands watching the game.
1: <laughs> Anthony Beck joining us here on Amber and Ian, a 10-year NFL that you spent most of that time with the New York Jets. So I have to ask you about the guy who is not, starting for the New York Jets. In fact, we've hardly seen him play at all for the New York Jets. Nevertheless, we spend about 99.9% of our time on this man when we are talking about the New York Jets. And of course, I mean Aaron Rodgers. The Jets announced today, Anthony, that Rodgers will have a 21-day practice window that starts today. So he's back practicing after that torn Achilles. What do you make of a potential return from Aaron Rodgers?
5: Yeah, you know, listen, I I think it's exciting to see his work ethic, his determination to be on the field, to be back, to be healthy. Uh, You know, listen, I've had a lot of injuries in my career. I've seen a lot of Achilles tears with players and teammates and how that kind of takes time. Um, You know, I know he's doing some things maybe others haven't, you know, which is great, and I'm glad it's working for him. I mean, quite frankly for me, where the team is right now, I just feel like not having him out there on a game or playing or forcing the issue. And I know they're, they're monitoring it very closely, but it is new. you know. I can just imagine the trainers, the doctors, that are actually within the organization, not the ones that are actually working on Aaron. It's got to be a kind of like uneasy time because they know that the, the relative process of how that injury and how long it's taken in the history of it throughout the course of time, and the ones that they've been through, there's no one ever getting on the field as quick as he has tried and trying to do. So for me, my personal opinion is, listen, they tried to get it keep the fort going. They tried to keep the team in contention. I'm not saying they're 100% out, but what I'm seeing on the field right now, it's not probably the best product, and I just from a protection standpoint, too, up front, I don't know if it's going to be as clean as you need it to be. Will the ball get out of his hand Well, if he gets out there, all that stuff different? Yeah, but the reason initially people forget how he got hurt was the ball didn't get out of his hand on a quick three-step drop slant. And now if he goes back to the right again, what could happen? So personally for me, for a team that covers, watches, is in, entrenched with the team, I would not be... Uh, putting him on the field anytime this year because it's been kind of a disaster as a whole. Let next season. Let's get it back together. Get him fully healthy and just unload into in, into next year. Because I just I, I hate thinking about guys potentially getting hurt. But this is uncharted waters with this injury. And as an example, you know Cam Akers You know, correct me if I'm wrong. Was one of the quickest recovered players yeah. to come back from this. I think it took five months. What happened to him this year? It happened again. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, I just – again, I, I admire and I am just – I think it's awesome what he's trying to accomplish. But to me, just, you know, being smart about it, big picture. This team needs something to grasp next year, guys. Like, if if something were to happen, man, it, it would be a tragedy.
2: I don't expect him to be out there. But him being out there, just, you know, dropping back in slow – dropbacks in a jersey in a helmet is that more about being around the guys or is that more just showing the cameras hey i'm ar yeah i don't know you know i mean
5: listen he's putting the work in to get better i mean he's out there i mean whether it's for the cameras or not you know uh for a guy his age i mean it's not easy now i remember those last couple of years of my career man it, you know, after that game on Sunday, I didn't feel good till about Saturday morning the next week, and I was ready to go. But it takes time, and he's going through something different. He can't even do anything right now, so I can only imagine, uh, you know, the hours. And it's it's a it's a a, a dark place when you're having from injury. Man, I was one of the worst things. Like I was so fortunate not to miss a game in my career. But over that time, I just see so many players that got injured and hurt and you know, they go to this, you know, by themselves, always doing these things. I just think for him, he just wants to be around the guys. He wants to be in that, that atmosphere with all the players. And it is good to see him back. But, man, I just like, oh, I cringe every, you know, you take a step, you jolt, you you kind of, you take that, that push off and you're like, man, it's it's really incredible, yet it's scary. It's scary.
1: St. Louis Battlehawks head coach Anthony Becht, former Jets tight end as well. So, Anthony, what do you make of the state of the Jets generally? Because I have a hard time believing that you just plug Aaron Rodgers into this team as it currently sits, and they're magically Super Bowl contenders as great as he is.
5: Yeah, you know, listen, I I think uh, they have a tremendous defense. There was a high expectation for this football team. When Aaron Rodgers went down, I got to be honest with you guys, it kind of broke everything because you're talking about a coordinator and what he has been great at with and calling plays with Aaron Rodgers where he's had his most success. That is gone. Uh, You didn't really have a quarterback in place to hold the fort down. I think Zach Wilson really paid the ultimate price for this because when Aaron Rodgers got signed, I truly believe that that was going to give Zach Wilson exactly what he needed in his career to help revive him and get him prepared down the road to get that second big shot, uh, you know, to be prepared in the situation that he's in. And and quite frankly, getting thrusted into that role immediately, you know, as much as they thought maybe he looked good in training camp and did all these great things, he was not ready. He wasn't a different guy. yet. it just doesn't happen that quickly. He needed to sit back and watch it, watch it for two years and see how it's done and learn and see the, the ins and outs of it. You know, some people always say, you know, like, hey, the best way to get become a better quarterback is actually being on the field and doing it. But you know, for some, it's different. For some, they they got to see how it's done properly. They got to go through those kind of moments where they're learning the game on the sidelines. You know, for, in particular, my son is an example. He learned so much on the sidelines as his, his true freshman year, even though he was the backup and and got, got thrown in there a few times. You learn a lot about the demeanor of the quarterback, how the coaches coach the quarterback, how in-game situations happen, how how you see things on the sideline. Like, oh, that that's where the ball should go, and maybe it did or didn't. But you see those things. You learn from those necessarily those positives and negatives that you're that you see on the field. So Zach didn't get that, and he wasn't able to. You know, it was just unfortunate. I just I just if if anything, you know, I wish the Jets had another or better plan. At that quarterback position, uh, when they could have made that change, you know Tim Boyle and and Trevor. I mean, those clearly they aren't the answers. And unfortunately, you're at a point now where the season's kind of, you know, pretty much teetering at this point. You got to go on a serious run. Which again, if we watch the NFL games every week, nobody's guaranteed victory except maybe the Eagles at this point in the season. It's just so it's just so hard to get W's right now. So. Uh, It's unfortunate, but, yeah, once Rodgers went down, that basically collapsed the entire ship. And, you know, as much as they thought they could hold on and maybe hope for that comeback and also be in the playoff mix, I I just think that was wishful thinking.
2: Coach, on a whole side note, was it necessary for your social media team to re-release the video of me getting in like a damn wide nine (laughs) technique stance?
5: (laughs) You love it. You love nah, that stuff. No, Don't even no. lie. I, I no. think you
2: re- retweeted it six times yourself. So. Nah. <laughs> it was I, I, it was a self-deprecating shot. I I, I am the epitome of a wide nine technique, man. I mean, it was bad. That's a bad look. Hey, Mike you, we your sideline center.
5: guys that are actually living and breathing the game on the sidelines. That's what I want to see. That's the kind of work ethic I'm looking for. <laughs> I like it.
2: For anybody who has no idea what we're talking about, yeah, we'll just go and, and, and look on the old internet where I'm in a three-point. Instance on Mike Panashuk, who's now with, he's with the Steelers, right? I mean, he he's still, in the, in, he, he made the league. No, he, he, in a training
5: camp, he didn't make training it, he, game, you know, okay, he's didn't training, make, okay. preparing for the season. You know, we had, we led the way, we have 14, well, 15 guys get in the training camp. That's awesome. We have several guys in the league now, in particular, a quarterback who's one hit away from being the starter. Uh, with the um, uh, Cincinnati Bengals, but uh, hey, listen now—you got an open invitation. If you want to learn proper techniques, okay, <laughs> either come to training camp, okay, or come a couple days earlier. We'll suit. We'll put you. We'll put some punter shoulder pads on you. We'll get you right. We'll get you ready to go.
1: Might need some more than just punter shoulder pads. Right. Uh, you can check out the video at XFL Battle Hawks. That is where you can see Ian in his atrocious three-point stance. Oh, Anthony Becht. Former Jets tight end, XFL head coach for the St. Louis Battlehawks. also general Rocco, manager, baby. Rocco. And, of course, a proud papa of Rocco. Thanks, Anthony.
5: Yeah, Amber, Ian, thank you very much. Go Cyclones. See you, Coach.
1: Coming up next here on Amber and Ian, am I the only one who believes that Tyreek Hill's latest statement about the Dolphins is totally reasonable? We'll get into yes. that. ESPN Radio <laughs> is also on the ESPN app. <laughs> Now spend 45 minutes mostly talking about Aaron Rodgers Mercy. as we are eviscerating him for wanting attention. What a great <laughs> we are day. Simul- simultaneously giving him all of our attention. Polarizing figure that guy. It works out for him, man. He wants he's, the attention. He, I can't stop gotta talking figure about He's got it figured out. He does. He's got figure it figured out. He really does. It reminds me. It's like, you know, I... I used to not judge, but you know, like look at people a certain way when Instagram first started to come into existence. And there's a lot of people on Instagram that are just there for the attention, if you know what I mean, I and I'm not then on they get it. And then that you are on Instagram.
2: Oh yeah, sorry. My daughters run the Instagram account. I am not. <laughs> you are on Instagram. I am not. You're but my to be my, it. my daughters are running it. So they they every video or pictures I take from. Games or travels on the road that they post. And from what I hear, they do a great job. But anyway. Yes, they do.
1: Excellent content. uh, Find Ian Fitzsimmons on the gram. But my point is The the joke's on me because the people that do that, you know, have hundreds of thousands or millions of followers and make a bleep ton of money off of it and get into every event and have a lot more riches and fame than I ever will. And so, hey, the attention's worked out. That's kind of like the Aaron Rodgers effect, right? Where we... Are criticizing him for wanting the attention, but also it is good business. And we give <laughs> him the attention because he keeps yeah. getting the attention, <laughs> so it's working out well.
2: Good point.
4: Ian Ian had just called me when the Rogers news broke that he they were opening the 21 day window today, and I'm like, I think that's where we start today. And uh, and Ian says, Yeah, I, I agree, unless you have Aaron Rodgers fatigue. And I said the exact opposite. I am I am alive whenever there is Aaron Rodgers news. I've never been more alive in my life. We're going
2: to <laughs> be talking it. about then, Aaron Rodgers my, for my, like my what, whole thing the was, next week. Does America have James of uh, Aaron Rodgers fatigue right now? And there was zero pause and he cut off when I got to fatigue. I mean, I think I got fa, and he goes, "No." And basically told me Half the show tonight. Minimum done. Yes, he does not have Aaron Rodgers fatigue. America does not have Aaron Rodgers when we, fatigue. When we ask for callers, we couldn't, uh, like, uh, the, the lines up. lit so up for, we, like, two We can seconds. ask for callers right now. Apple pie or lemon pie. Go.
1: Lemon pie is not controversial enough. And we would not get enough callers on lemon pie.
2: I'm, I mean, I'm lemon come pie. Top of my head, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. We, Who we...
1: eats lemon pie? I've never even uh, had a lemon pie. Lemon meringue, I mean, meringue pie. Lem- lemon but... meringue
2: pie. Are you kidding?
1: Stop! What Texas? Yeah, t- lemon what? meringue. You
2: don't like lemon meringue pie? I
1: don't know. It's brought It's it sounds delicious. I've never had it. That feels like a very regional dessert.
2: You've lemon never had lemon meringue pie.
1: No, I've had a lot of pies. I've had apple pie, open. blueberry pie, pecan pie, and-
2: 729 <laughs> Please educate Amber Wilson on lemon meringue pie. The I proof mean, is in
1: the pudding. Aaron Rodgers rates, woo. even though we do get tweets from people yes. at Amber W Sports, at Ian Fitz ESPN that say things like, let me know when you're done talking about Rodgers and I'll tune back into your show. That's actually not the majority of people by any means, because the reality is he rates. Amber and Ian is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. You know who also rates, at least in my mind? Lemon meringue pie. Nope, Tyreek Hill. Uh, Maybe lemon meringue pie. Again, jury's still out on lemon meringue pie. But Tyreek Hill, by the way, apple pie overrated. Nevertheless, we could do a whole pie segment.
2: I'm with you on that. You you and I are the minority. I am not a huge apple pie fan. I'm with you, but back to our regularly scheduled program.
1: Yeah, back to it. Tyreek Hill, he plays for the Miami Dolphins. He's a wide receiver. He was on CBS Sports, and he had something to say about his old team.
3: Tyreek, do you think you can go all the way? All the way to the Super Bowl, yeah, oh, of course, man. Um, we got the we got the perfect team to do it. I won a Super Bowl, and I feel like this is probably the the better team oh, than okay. when we won a Super Bowl back when I was on KC. The
1: better team than when he was on the Kansas City Chiefs right, well, well, winning what, a Super Bowl what's ring. What's he supposed
2: to say? He's, he's not going to say that this team is worse than any team he's ever been on. So. He's just backing his guys. Like, remember when he said Tua is a more accurate passer than Patrick Mahomes, he was backing his guy. Now he was right. Well, yes. Right now, (laughs) statistically (laughs) Statistically, speaking, he was right. He is, but a lot of people, you know, just ripped him to shreds on that Mm -hmm. because Tua had been banged up and Tyreek was seeing a healthy Tua in practice. Now, has also said he wants to be an adult film, you know, film star. Adult
1: film star, <laughs>
2: right? After his his football career, so we have to take everything in stride when it comes to the cheetah, right? But, uh, but so, you tried uh, to
1: clean it up. You almost failed I really it. Did, uh, the <laughs> Not adult you film. Tried to-
2: Good star, right? Yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, Disney.
1: But anyway, <laughs> point is,
2: man, look, he's backing his squad. So, I, I, I mean, I don't have a problem with what he just said. I have, not, I have no problem at all. He's backing his guys.
1: He's backing his guys, and that's what you would expect. That's now, why I guess- James
2: right now is not answering phones on lemon meringue pie. I'm telling it, you, because right, he's a Chiefs he- fan and he's upset.
1: Yeah, James is incensed by this. And I guess in fairness to James, he didn't actually need to take a shot at the Kansas City Chiefs. So he was just a- being asked about the Dolphins' chances. Now, I love it. As a Dolphins fan, I happen to wholeheartedly agree with <laughs> Tyreek Hill in a very You're still
2: way. laughing over me <laughs> stumbling over adult film. No, I'm
1: also, I'm also laughing film because... Star. I'm not going to sit here and say that the Miami Dolphins are better than the Chiefs. Because
4: no. it's before. ridiculous.
1: I, I'm not going to say that. But well, he's in his thing He doesn't have
4: to say that. It's guys. not the craziest thing. It's not the craziest, that. thing. Not the craziest thing that's ever been that. said.
1: Also, though, James, what Ian brought up is true. We all called him crazy. Well, I didn't call him crazy. But a lot of people, you called him crazy when he said Tua was more accurate than Patrick Mahomes. Tua is more accurate than Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying he's better, by the yeah. way. But statistically... Just in terms of accuracy. I
2: still can't get over the fact that you've never had lemon meringue pie.
1: I I don't believe I have. Is lemon meringue pie a common thing? James, have you had lemon meringue pie? So
2: good. Yeah, it's not. It's It's phenomenal. It's like a big lemon
1: Maybe I've had it. It's phenomenal. And maybe I too found it was mid. Uh, Coming up next, there will be nothing mid. Lance Taylor, he will be joining us to help us handicap the action this weekend.
4: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring.